Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 2 Corinthians chapter 7 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Paul's joy over the church's repentance. Make room for us in your hearts. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have exploited no one. I do not say this to condemn you. I said before that you have such a place in our hearts that we would live or die with you. I have spoken to you with great frankness. I take great pride in you. I am greatly encouraged. In all our troubles, my joy knows no bounds. But when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest, but we were harassed at every turn, conflicts on the outside, fears within. But God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort you had given him. He told us about your longing for me, your deep sorrow, your ardent concern for me, so that my joy was greater than ever. Even if I caused you sorrow by my letter, I did not regret it. Though I did regret it, I see that my letter hurt you, but only for a little while. Yet now I am happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. See what this godly sorrow has produced in you, what earnestness, what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what longing, what concern, what readiness to see justice done. At every point you have proved yourself to be innocent in this matter. So even though I wrote to you, it was neither on account of the one who did the wrong, nor on account of the injured party, but rather that before God you could see for yourselves how devoted to us you are. By all this we are encouraged. In addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delighted to see how happy Titus was, because his spirit has been refreshed by all of you. I had boasted to him about you, and you have not embarrassed me. But just as everything we said to you was true, so our boasting about you to Titus has proved to be true as well. And his affection for you is all the greater when he remembers that you were all obedient, receiving him with fear and trembling. I am glad I can have complete confidence in you. One of the key takeaways we see here is that Paul is telling the church of Corinth that godly sorrow is way better than worldly sorrow. This is a third letter that he writes um, after written a letter prior to this one where he actually is calling out the sins and the misdeeds of the people in Corinth, of the Corinthian people. And he's basically saying now how pleased he is, how that they were experiencing godly sorrow, because it is good to confront your sins, to allow God to confront your sins. And then this brings sorrow and repentance, which then leads to salvation, as opposed to worldly sorrow, which can only lead to death. So Paul is actually glad to see this behavior on the people of Corinth that have learned from their prior past mistakes and past sins 
and are now truly sorry and repenting. So let us now end with a quick prayer. Father Almighty, thank you for giving us again your daily word of salvation. Words that speak deep into our hearts, into our being. Words that tell us how we need to lead our life in order to truly worship you and and in order to truly achieve our purpose that we were created for. Lord, every time we hear your words, they ring true through our hearts, through our soul, through our body. So Lord, we just thank you that you teach us that we need to receive your rebukes and then be sorrow, experience that sorrow, and then repent. Lord, we thank you and we ask for your Holy Spirit to come in to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of 2 Corinthians chapter 7. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.